Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about creating momentum after a meeting. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, I'm even more happy that you're back because it's because of you. I'm doing this podcast and I want to make you a much better communicator. That's why we're here. If you may know, I've uh, written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact um, by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And I do this podcast because I want to help you become an elite communicator. And what, what that entails is being intentional, right? And it's hard. It's hard for people. It's hard for people to do that. So recently, I've been doing a lot of meeting facilitation. I, I generally spend a lot of my time teaching courses and leading a business. But lately, for some strange circumstances, I've been asked to facilitate meetings. And I just thought, all right, I'm going to practice what I preach. And I've been talking about the importance of designing a meeting agenda that's that's effective, that makes sense, that helps keep people on track, that helps lower the noise, people. Nobody loves meetings. Meetings are, are they're draining, they're ineffective. Um, they can often derail people. They don't um, often improve morale, they, they lower it. So some of the things that I want you to be thinking about and maybe some podcasts to re-listen to Um, Certainly, um, the podcast number 130 called Creating Momentum Before a Meeting. We'll talk about that in a second. That's a podcast that you should probably re-listen to, or if you haven't listened to it before, re-listen to that one again. And then I also compiled sort of two podcasts into one. It was a a combo, and it was podcast number 53, and it was was curbing a culture of meetings, sort of what's problematic about meetings, and then also meeting agenda design. So I would recommend that you listen to podcast number 130 and 153 again to strengthen your focus on on what we're going to talk about today. Because today is, what do you do on the heels of a meeting? So presumably, you've taken my advice, you've gone through the process of preparing an agenda and figuring out who's going to come, and you've actually done the work, the pre-work. And that's what created momentum going into the meeting. So you weren't coming in cold. You've warmed it up. And you actually had the meeting. So a bunch of people got together and you had an objective and you had a reason why you were there and you had who was going to talk and what the, the flow, what I call the run of show, kind of what the flow of the meeting was going to be like. And now you're done. What do you do now? So the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it's just happened to me this week. And I led a meeting on Monday and it was a pretty high impact meeting with a bunch of uh, senior leaders within the military uh, down here in North Carolina, and um, I was asked to facilitate, so I was happy to do that, and of course, the first thing I did was, let's build an agenda, what do you want to talk about? And there was some uh, confusion in the beginning, which is normal, but we defined a clear objective of the meeting, and then over the w- this past weekend, I created a meeting agenda, and I sent it to the leader, the person who was inviting the, uh, the attendees and 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 leading it, not facilitating it, but leading it, kind of the core sponsor. And we built, um, the meeting was about a half day, so we had to really break break out who's going to do what when. Did that and um, sent that out on Sunday, probably late morning. 
and gave people plenty of time to prepare for the meeting on Monday morning. So they had some pre-work, and that was just a quick refresh on how do you create momentum before a meeting is give somebody, give people, even if it's a little bit, something to do before the meeting. Having people show up to the meeting and they haven't read the agenda, they haven't done any prep or pre-work, is going to make people cold. So you got to warm them up. So giving people a little bit, we gave them a little bit of pre-work. I don't like doing pre-work any more than anybody else does, right? But it does put people at the same level so that when you start, everybody's at the same starting point. So that happened on that happened the meeting happened on Monday. So we we met and there were some key learnings about what went wrong. So we the terms we used to define the objectives weren't quite right, so we had to adjust pretty quickly. We were using terms that we thought meant one thing, but they actually meant something different, so we had to quickly adjust, so that, that helped. We and we had a good discussion and we ended up um, where we ended up with some action items and some outcomes and some assignments. So what I want to talk to you about today is how do you keep that momentum going? So we had this, this just happened to me, and I'm going to just walk you through some things that I think you should be thinking about um, so that if you've done the pre-work and you actually had a good meeting, that you don't lose momentum when it's done. Okay, because people can very lose focus very, very easily, and they're on to the next thing, and then you've lost everything you gained and worked hard to gain, get. You've lost. Why? Because coming out of that meeting... There's many other things competing for their attention, just like there was before the meeting and maybe even during the meeting. So if you've got clarity and you've got something done, don't be naive to think that when they walk out of that meeting, they're going to stay in that state of that high state of like the engagement and connection. And man, man, this is really exciting. Certainly in, in my case, I, I think there's probably a dozen or so people that were there. They all went off in their merry ways and they were you know, good to go. So well, how do I keep them in that state that I want to keep them in? All right. Because oftentimes what we'll do is we'll have, it won't just be one meeting, we have a series of meetings. And one of the things that I want you to start thinking about is oftentimes people are way too ambitious in a meeting and they try to get everything done in one meeting. And sometimes it makes sense to have a series of smaller meetings that are, it's almost like people bite off more than they can chew. And if you could do you know, let's say a three-part meeting where the first part you do, you know, let's say you discuss something and the, the second part you start analyzing that discussion and the third part you come to a conclusion. If you can break it into smaller pieces, why is that more effective? Well, first first of all, it's easier to keep people's focus in longer if the, if, if the meetings are shorter. that's, And if you do this the right way, it actually is a way to um, break it up a bit. Giving people time to do things between meetings is often a good time, but people don't want to do that. They want to do everything way too ambitious. So what I'm suggesting to you in this podcast would allow you to do a series of smaller meetings and have great effect in doing that versus just trying to boil all those pieces into one big meeting because that's very, very difficult. Um, I've, I've been in meetings that last an entire day and it's not the best use of people's time. Okay, so what do you do after the meeting? So the meeting just ended. You've, you've had an agenda. You've been following your agenda. So one of the things that I always like to suggest to, to meeting facilitators is what, you know, immediately what did I learn? Like what did I do wrong? So in, in this particular meeting that I led, the core objective was a bit off. So I probably could have done a better job to make sure that those terms were tightened down a bit. Um, the agenda itself, the flow um, was good. So we had a sense of, 
how to allocate the time, and we adhered to that pretty well. So we, we kept on track, and the meeting ended on time. It was a good use of time. So that was, I didn't misrepresent the, the duration, so the duration worked. Um, what I didn't give us ourselves enough time is, is that at that last bit, when people are running out the door, so I needed the changes, giving myself much more time for the discussion of what are the action items and what happens next. And I didn't give myself enough time for that. So we were, we were rushed at the end. This is really important that I give myself more time here because I, this is where everybody's agreeing to who's going to do what and when are they going to do it. So we did that and we wrote down all the notes and we, and then the first thing on that list was that we were going to send um, notes, a meeting summary. So let me walk you through how you can create momentum using a good meeting summary. The first thing is don't wait too long, okay? That doesn't mean you have to do it five minutes after the meeting is over, but you're keeping notes of what happened, what transpired, what you agreed to, what you disagreed, you know, whatever, who's going to do what, when. Don't wait too long. In this particular case, you know, life goes on. You know, I, I probably waited too long. I waited a few, a few days, and I probably should have done it at the end of that day or the next morning, and I didn't. I waited a few days too long, and it it became a little foggy in my head. Like, okay, what did we exactly agree to? I go back to my notes and look, okay, now I remember. If you have a whiteboard or you're writing stuff down, take a picture, you know, so you can at least see, see your notes. So, you know, I've, I've been in many meetings, people just lose the notes. Like, where are the notes? Keep notes and don't wait too long. That's, that's my first uh, way of maintaining momentum. The second thing I would, I would recommend doing is just sitting down and writing a short summary. And... The way you would do this and the way I did it is I was envisioning a person who could have been at the meeting but wasn't. So he, he or she missed. They just missed the meeting. So try to recap what happened to really paint the picture of what was discussed at a, at a high level. And you know, it'll, it'll, it'll help you avoid some assumptions like they know context. They know. So you have to re, kind of reset the whole th- picture like, okay, you weren't there. Let me tell you what happened. And... And, but do it specifically with, you know, kind of the mentality of I'm talking to a person that missed the meeting. Okay. That, that for me, that helps. It's like, I'm almost like the, like a, like the reporter, the court reporter. Okay. You weren't in the courtroom. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. This is what we talked about. This is what the objective was. And this is why we got together. Right. That should sound familiar. This is the core. What? This is why we met. And then um, I'll kind of, I'll go back over and recap the flow. So the first thing we did, the second thing we did, you know, so build a sense of sequence of what, how the meeting trans, what transpired and then how it concluded. If we've, you know, achieved any consensus, do we agree on anything? And I'll write that out longhand. Then what I'll do is... I'll write down, okay, what did we agree to do and who agreed to do it by when? And then what I'll do after that is go back and fill in any background or context that I think that that the reader of the meeting notes um, would need to remember or to, I'm sorry, to know to understand the context of the meeting better. So if there were any terms that we used or if there were any documents that we had read or if there were any, any, anything that, was, um, that would provide more clarity on the context of it. So what happens is if you were in the room that you know the context now, but if you weren't in the room, you didn't. So 
I would write my notes in that way. So I'm going to go back and recap that because there's a lot I just laid out there. The first thing is just write out a summary of the meeting. Just like a paragraph. Okay, this is what happened. This is why we got together. You're kind of retelling the story. Think of yourself as like the reporter or the storyteller. This is what happened. This is what the, the, the point of the meeting was. And this is why we got together. And this is who came. And this is what we talked about and how long we talked about it. And you kind of bullet those things out, and then you get to a conclusion, kind of where did the meeting end? And you, generally speaking, the meeting ends with a series of outcomes and action items. Some people call them like do outs, like people, what's due and when is it due and who's responsible for it. Then once I've done that, I go back and I, I say, okay, is there any context? And I'll write a bolt. Like in this particular meeting that I led, we were, we were leveraging um, a book that was written by a guy. So I, I cited what that book is and the author's name and why we used it. And then there were some terms that that author used that we were referencing and I defined the terms. Because if you were in the meeting, you knew that because it was explained, but if you weren't in the meeting, you wouldn't know, okay? And I, and I did that and then I, and I write the whole thing, write the whole thing out. Then before I hit send, I just read it like I'm that person. Does it make sense? Is it giving me a clarity? So if I had to go back myself and I had amnesia, would it kind of give me quick recall about what that moment in time together was about and what happens next? Okay, so that's the second thing. So the meeting summary, it's short meeting summary, one page, keep it simple. And then obviously check it, send it. And then the last thing is hold people accountable. Whoever said they were going to do things, um, hold them accountable. And, and, and keep them on task, okay? At the end of the day, when you do this, this is, it maintains the momentum you created before the meeting, during the meeting, and after the meeting. You want people, you really want people to see your meetings before, during, and after in an entirely different light, okay? So hopefully this will give you some guidance to do that. Basically, what you want is people to think, oh, I hate going to meetings, but I actually like going to yours. Just saying.